Let's end this age-old debate. Pineapple does go on pizza. Oh, you don't think so? Well, I don't listen to people who give advice on food when I know your mama gave you BPA poisoning from all those microwave Lunchables, talking shit about pineapples when you were eating soggy-ass microwave brownies with mac and cheese residue clinging to the side. Shut up. You know why I'm here. This is Brain Mites. I'm about to tell you a story about working at a pizza place with a little bit of a twist. It's called Hidden Valley. Working at Pizza Place wasn't the career choice my parents would have chosen for me, but I didn't have high expectations for myself in high school. Smoking cigarettes behind the portable buildings and slacking off in autotech aren't things you put on your resume. Well, unless you want to work in fast food. The fryer splashes hot grease on my arm, leaving little red welts. I don't even flinch anymore. The rush of the day is in full swing. At Pizza Place, there's only ever two employees working at a time, so busting ass is mandatory. The bustle of people in and out the door, timers dinging, fryers frying, and grills sizzling overwhelms the shit out of me. I want to hide in the pantry, but I can't leave my coworker hanging. A woman approaches the counter with her three kids as I'm marinating in introverted hell. She has her long, greasy brown hair and a messy ponytail, Paris Hilton sunglasses perched on top of her melon, capri pants and platform flip-flops to accentuate her bunions. Her shirt reads, It's not easy being a mother. If it was easy, fathers would do it. Written out in a scripty little font. Her crusty spawn run over to the change pusher game and start shaking it. The alarm goes off. I look at her kids, not even trying to hide my annoyance. Look back at the mother and stare at her waiting for her to do something. She doesn't. To be expected. This woman is going to treat me like shit, I can already tell. I drop the spatula on the greasy piece of wood I use to make hamburgers and walk over to the counter. Welcome to- She immediately cuts me off. Uh, hi, yeah, I was here last week, and my pizza was undercooked in the middle, so, uh, I think it was you. Anyway, yeah, I was told I could get a free pizza next time I came in. Okay, do you have a ticket or a voucher or something? No, they just told me I could have a free pizza, so that's why I'm here. I deal with this shit on a daily basis. People will do anything for free food. I know this bitch has money. She made sure to plop her Michael Kors bag on the counter when she arrived. It's chuggy and uncool, but I know those purses cost a couple hundred dollars regardless. Unless she got it at DH Gate, whatever. I sigh and stare at her kids again. Fine, what can I get for you? I'm not trying to steal. I'm just doing what somebody told me since, you know, my pizza was severely undercooked. My kids were very unhappy and went to bed hungry because of it. They're, they always have to keep trying to justify their reasoning for being garbage members of society. Always looking to save a dollar and screw people over. Too narcissistic to realize they're doing anything wrong. Complete assholes. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I look up at her again. It's fine. What can I get for you? Um, we'll have a large supreme with extra sauce and extra cheese, no mushrooms, and put pineapple on about two slices. My eyebrows raise in contempt. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to give you a supreme pizza for free also if you thought your pizza was underdone last time it's probably because you asked for extra sauce on a supreme they get soggy in the middle when you do that she gets a disgusted look on her face excuse me who's your manager well right now i'm the manager but you can call the owner if you want and get banned from pizza place forever read the sign i point to the sign on the wall next to the coke machines customers are not always right michael my co-worker appears next to me and places his hand on my back he's better with people Hey, we need some pods. Can you go get some out of the back? I understand what's going on completely. He's saving my ass right now. I do the awkward white people smile and walk to the back room. Oh, it's quiet. It smells like fresh dough. I retrieve a few I retrieve a few pods from the rack we made earlier in the day. I like how the dough rises and gets kind of crisp. Oh my god, it makes a great pizza. 
Mm, I should probably get back out there. I bet Michael ended up feeding the beast. The volume of the restaurant rattles my eardrums as I walk through the door from the back room into the kitchen. Michael's building a pizza with a sour look on his face. The dumpy Karen must have ripped him a new sphincter. I slide the pods into the rack in front of the assembly line and walk over to Michael. She get what she wanted? Yeah. Oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Hey, we'll go smoke a ciggy after rush in the parking lot. It'll make you feel better. I grab a pod off the rack and snatch down the ticket that's obviously hers. Fucking stupid. Is this for here to go? For here, and you're gonna have to be her waitress. Oh man, gross. I start slopping ingredients on the raw dough. She doesn't deserve a beautiful pizza. I really skimp on the toppings, too. Extra sauce, though. I want it to be soupy. Yummy in her dumpy tummy. Scanning the room, I see she's taking the table next to the beam in the middle of the building. Her cup is empty. We make eye contact. She shakes her cup at me. I widen my eyes and make the customer service smile with a head cock. Yeah, let me just march my happy ass over there and help you fill yourself, sir, fucking beverage. It would be my pleasure. I saunter over to the table and scoop all the cups up without saying anything, just staring. She looks at me with slanted eyes and smirks. Diet Coke and three Dr. Peppers. Thank you. No problem. I sneer back at her with my customer service mask glued on. I take approximately ten steps to the right of the table and start filling the cups with ice. I don't want ice. I just dump the cup into the drip tray and start filling the adult cup with Diet Coke. Um, in case you didn't know, our machines are self-serve. Well, I didn't come to the restaurant to serve myself. I tend to three kids all day. Is it too much for a mother to ask to be pampered every once in a while? I tap my foot as the Coke machine misses my hand with syrup. God, I really need to get back to the grill or everyone's food's gonna burn. I set all the cups down in the middle of the table and immediately head back to the grill without another word. Ma'am. Ma'am. I turn around. This tastes flat. Well, would you like a different drink? No, I want Diet Coke. You need to replace the syrup. Please, ma'am. I'm sorry, but I have burgers on the grill that I really need to get back to. Oh, no worries. You can do it when you're done with those. I'll just take a discount on the Cokes, too, when you print the check. I bite my lips so hard it starts bleeding. I take a deep breath in. I'm about to tear this entitled bitch a new asshole when Michael yells, Hey, I need to take a delivery. Can you manage the counter for 20 minutes? I turn my face to the side, eyes still locked on my target. You got it. I stare the woman down for a moment longer before deciding not to waste my breath on her. I walk back to the kitchen. My burgers are overcooked and the buns got stale sitting on the counter next to the heat of the grill. Fucking bitch. I quickly assemble all the burgers and throw them in boxes haphazardly with, with their french fry friends and set them on the pickup counter. Michael's getting his delivery money out of the register. The insulated pizza bag is packed and ready to go on the counter. I'll be back really quick on this one. It's just on Wright Street. Pray I don't murk the fucking Karen while you're gone. Please don't. No promises. Alright, um, I'm out. Uh, don't forget the pizzas in the oven. Michael runs out the door. Pizza place cap in his hand, delivery bag in the other. Karen slams her cup on the table and sighs really loudly. The pizzas are only halfway through the conveyor, so I probably have time to change out the Diet Coke while they're cooking. This will be the perfect opportunity to release some of my anger anyway. I walk back around the counter to the soda machine. The mother of three bobbles her head with a taut smile smeared across her face. Her kids are standing on their chairs, throwing their shoes at each other and screaming an indiscernible baby babble. They're going to leave me a huge fucking mess. I open the cabinet under the Coke machines and retrieve a big heavy cardboard box from inside. I flip it to the perforated side, rear back, and with all of my might, super cyan the shit out of the open here area. 
I glance at the woman with my stone face and narrow my eyes and give her a slight smile as I tear the cardboard off the front of the box. She looks back at me and furrows her brow and then quickly looks away. Yeah, chicken shit, just like I thought. I connect the hose and run the fountain for a second to get all of the air bubbles out. I close everything up and saunter over to the woman, snatching her cup off the table with contempt. I start filling the cup with a fresh Diet Coke. Can you put ice in it? She asks after I filled the cup up. No, unless you want to pay full price for the whole drink. I'll have to dump it out. Oh, never mind then. I guess I'll just drink it hot. The veins in my neck start to stick out as my heart pounds with anger. People like this deserve nothing. This is the kind of person who will intentionally ask you to do things just to later change their mind and try to get you in trouble for it. It's like they need the drama in order to survive. I whisper through gritted teeth. Yeah, guess you will have to drink it hot. The pizzas are probably ready. This bitch has wasted enough of my time as is. Her pizza was next in line behind the one that Michael took. The pizzas that go in first can't burn, fortunately and unfortunately. I would love to serve that rotten termagant a burnt pizza, but also I would hate to deal with the bitchiness that would ensue after. But just to see a shitty customer take a bite of something that would be equivalent to the bitterness of their personalities would be so satisfying to witness. I cut the pizza. Careful not to make any uneven strokes, you know, so she doesn't have a fucking stroke or worse, ask for a discount on her free fucking pizza. God, I really wish I could smack the shit out of her with my peel. It's still hot from pulling the pizza out of the oven. I reluctantly take the tray in one hand and the plates in my other and commence my short walk over to the hag and her haglets. Before the tray even touches the table, the requests start flowing in. Xander Kai, Braxton Gray, and Paisley Ray all need refills. Dr. Pepper. Also, we need ranch. Extra ranch, please, ma'am. Oh, and extra napkins. Thank you, ma'am. It's always the rude women who call everyone ma'am and sir. They prance around saying that mantra. I must be old school for saying yes ma'am and no ma'am. Unlike other people, I believe in respect. This is why we need to let the church back in the schools. Then they proceed to treat everyone around them like servants, scream at their kids in public, and are typically racist toward people of color. And if they meet a person of color they like, they call them one of the good ones. Fucking yikes. I open the mini fridge and retrieve four containers of ranch. The waft of cool air feels good on my hot cheeks. It's a nice reprieve, even if the fridge smells like bacteria and baking soda. Getting riled up and standing next to the oven overheated me a little bit. I close my eyes for a second and take a deep inhale. And exhale. <sighs> the chinging of ice against the side of a glass breaks the silence. I shake my head and shut the door to the mini-fridge. I peer over the counter, squinting my eyes. All four of the shitheads are out of drinks. Pizza completely untouched. I hastily head back to the table and exchange the ranch for the cups and start filling them at the Coke machine. I put ice in her cup this time. I turn around with two cups in my hands to see all of the ranch containers completely licked clean. My eyes follow the trail of spilt ranch all the way up her robust torso to her chin where ranch is dripping down the creases of her mouth as she masticates a large bite of pizza. Our eyes meet and through a mouthful of ruminated pizzas she mumbles out, More ranch! Spittle and shoot up bits of food fly across the table at me. Ugh. I set the cups down on the table and go to get four more cups of ranch. I wonder if she ate all of it or, or if her kids had some. I once again retrieve four cups of the ranch from the fridge and return to the table. The woman snatches a cup out of my hand before I even have time to set it down on the table. I startle out of fear and fling the remaining ranch cups in the air. The woman's eyes follow the cups as she violates the bottom of the ranch container with her tongue as if it were a really cold jello shot. 
She lunges out of her chair and onto the floor. She starts lapping the ranch up like a dog, raking her tongue on the no-wax wooden floors covered in parking lot shoe residue and miscellaneous bits of food that had been dropped throughout the day. Hey, what the hell are you doing? Get off the floor, you crazy! The woman looks at me and snarls. I take a few steps back. It's just ranch. I'll get you some more. She looks into the air and lets out a blood-curdling howl akin to a pup of Beelzebub. Her kids stare at me. They look into the air in unison and shriek. I can't move. I'm too scared. What the fuck do I do? The woman crawls toward me guardedly on all fours. She reaches out and clasps my pants leg with her French-tipped manicured nails. She drags the rest of her body forward, sniffing the air like a fucking rat. A long, slimy tongue covered in white residue gently licks the splattered ranch from my pants leg. My body unfreezes. I rear back with my unseized leg and attempt to decapitate her with all my might. She relinquishes her grasp. I stumble backwards and run to the kitchen as fast as I can. I hear the howl of the beast and heavy, thudding footsteps not far behind me. I haul ass to the very back of the room, knocking over pizza boxes, trying to find my way through the rooms only illuminated by scant amounts of mercury lighting glaring through the windows. I hear the hot breath of the woman turned to monster, huffing and puffing her way toward me. I try to open the back door, but it's locked. Ah, goddamn push bars! I can hear them. I slide down the door and try to keep quiet. I hear a compressor kick on next to me. It rattles the refrigerator that we keep the jugs of unportioned sauces in. A hand slaps my calf. The woman is crawling up my legs again, her tongue slurping the ranch off of me. Her spawn drop down to their knees and begin to copy their mother. The woman rips my pants and bites my leg like a fucking buffalo chicken wing. I open the fridge and start raking shit out of the fridge beside me, kicking and flailing the creatures trying to get them off of me. The lighting from the fridge shines brightly on the label that reads Ranch 817. I throw my body toward it, unscrewing the lid as fast as possible and letting it dump all over the floor. The ranch demons leave my mutilated leg for the sauce-covered floor. I scoop up all of the sauce jugs I can and start unscrewing them. It's my chance. I jump up off the floor and begin to run. I slip on a puddle of ranch or blood and become completely soaked in the ranch dressing I had in my hand. The demon's body jerked back to look at me. Marinated meat is much tastier than marinated concrete. I start screaming, help me, please, oh my god, somebody help me. The light switches on. Michael is standing in the doorway. His face contorts into fear at the sight of the humanoid creatures whose bodies have developed pulsating white veins and black eyes twice the size of normal humans. The distraction gives me just enough time to unscrew a sauce jar next to me. I throw it into the face of the mommy ranch demon. She screams and cries and wretches as her skin starts showing signs of an acid attack. The smell of vinaigrette fills my nostrils and harmlessly drips on my skin. I grab another two dark containers under both my arms. Run! Michael, run! We go! We gotta go! We gotta get out of here! The demon regains its composure as I run through the doorway back into the kitchen. Her and her children follow me relentlessly. I round the corner to the front of the cash register. They have me and Michael cornered again. I hand him a bottle of vinaigrette. He looks at me scared. Just trust me. I unscrew the jar and toss it, splattering all three creatures with the oily, sour substance. They all retch and fall to the ground, smoking. Michael and I just stand there, panting, scared to move, scared to assume, scared to do anything. The creature's convulsions come to an end. The smell of burnt ranch fills the room. Michael and I hug. Over his shoulder, I see the creature's skin start to bubble. Maybe she's turning back into a human. The children's skin starts to bubble in tandem. Michael lets go from our embrace. The bodies of the creatures swell and swell, and then BAM! A massive explosion of ranch coats the entire restaurant! 
Michael and I choke and cough up dead body ranch that just entered our bodies, we start to laugh. <laughs> just another day in food service. I look over at Michael. He's on all fours, his smile slowly fading. He looks directly into my eyes, slowly leans down, and licks the ranch dressing off the floor of Pizza Place. It's me again, but guess who's back? I'm back. I know I already ate all of my salad, but I didn't like it. It thought it was terrible. Chicken was dry. Lettuce was wilted. Tomatoes tasted rotten. Um, I really would like my money back. Tough shit. Did you say that to a customer? Mm, depends on how fancy the restaurant was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you say that at Burritos? Jimmy John's, oh yeah. <laughs> Have you ever said that to a customer? No, I'm lying. Yeah, I know. You're full of shit. That was a shower thought. You wish you would have said that. Probably should have. I know. Customer's not always right. That's facts. Back when I was in college working at Burritos, there was a lady who came in, got a couple of tacos, went to go get her concessions, I guess, were condiments, uh, went for the limes. We had no limes. The uh, produce guys, they stood us up that day. Didn't come through with the produce, and she threw a huge fit over her not having limes, and she threw her tacos at the window on the way out of the store. <laughs> so, luckily, I didn't have to deal with her directly, but I was in the general vicinity, so that's, you know, if you get close enough to one, your skin starts burning and shit. Yeah. Did you have to clean the windows? No, I don't think so. What swabby had to do that? It's a good question. Could have been any of us, Y'all honestly. Just leave it there? I, I, no, no. I was very <laughs> clean in that store. You know, fast food, it's extremely clean. Oh, yeah. You know, tidiest of places. When I worked at Sonic, the floor was so greasy that I almost slipped and fell every day that I went into work. <laughs> well, that's how you know your food's going to be good. If your floor's not greasy, I don't want to eat there. Oh, man, it was so bad. The sink didn't work. I think that's seven health code violations. Know, a, that whole place was a health code violation. But I had to handle change. You know how Sonic has those change dispensers on the side of your belt? That's just extra vitamins and minerals. I had to handle change, and then they would have me opening hot dog buns all day. Mm. My fingers were black, and I would be opening hot dog buns because the sink didn't work in the kitchen. That's horrendous. I know. I didn't can deal with any Karens at Sonic, though. My boss was a fucking Karen. I mean, she wasn't Karen, but she was racist towards me. Racist? You're white. I know. That's How what, does that even happen? I know. Like, there's that thing, that adage that you can't be racist towards someone if they're white, but it felt like she was being racist towards me. I don't know what it, other it way. Can, it can happen. Like, she wouldn't speak to me in English at all because it was all Mexican girls who worked there. And so she'd speak to me in Spanish and she wouldn't let me take any car hop orders. So I didn't make any money. So I made like $4 an hour to clean signs all day. So that's why I didn't deal with any Karens because she didn't let me actually make money. And then money. below minimum wage? Yeah. She would lie on my on my paper that says I was said I was making forty five dollars in tips a day to make it look like I made seven twenty five an hour. Damn. I know, but I was like She's sixteen, so I didn't fucking know. <laughs> Welcome to America. I only worked there for ninety days, though, because obviously that wasn't fun. Hey, like this math's adding up. I'm not a genius, but uh, I'm not getting forty five an hour over here at Sonic. Yeah, I like got a freaking. It's tiny check. <laughs> Rubbing these dirty buns. Yeah, open up these I dirty... <laughs> seriously, yeah. I was touching everybody's food with my dirty fingers and just wiping down poles all day. You know what? That, that's when you get paid that amount of money. You get a dirty bun. Back to Karen's. Mm -hmm. I did have a bad experience at Matt Daddy's. 
there was this bitch who came in. I'm going to say her name because I hate her and I hope she hears this. Uh, don't expose people. Don't so she came in to Matt Daddy's with an underage girl, a crackhead. It was like a table full of crackheads, actually. She wasn't a crackhead, though. But why else would you hang out with crackheads unless you're a crackhead? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they get down. They get down. Who does? Crackheads. I said she's not a crackhead. Yeah, but if I were to hang out with some people who want to go do some crazy shit. Oh, you go with crackheads. Crackheads. I don't not say I'm going to do crack with them, but well, anyway, sometimes you got to get wild. She came in with a, an underage girl who was also a crackhead. I knew her from around town. She had been in an insane asylum. An underage crackhead? Yes. What age is? She was my age. I think everyone is I was working. too young for crack. Stop. Let me tell my fucking story. You do this every time. You won't let me finish my story because you've always got something stupid to say. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Let me tell my story. Start it over. I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) Anyway, Amy came in with the underage girl and her boyfriend who she claimed was her husband. I knew that shit wasn't true because I I lived in that small town. I knew everybody's business. Like everybody else knew everybody else's business, you know? And so... Our manager came out because they were drinking beer, but it was a BYOB restaurant. And it's not our duty to police people on their BYOB drinks because we didn't supply them with them. They can bring them in if they want. So our manager was over there harassing them about her drinking a beer. And I walked over there. I was like, hey, Joel, you can't do that. You got to leave him alone. Of course, he's a manager. So he's like, me, 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 being rude. I advocated for these fucking crackheads, right? I let them drink their beer and I got their order and I took it to the kitchen. Well, the owner came in and uh, somehow they ended up getting their food first. And it's probably because they're the owner and that's usually what the kitchen does. They just expedite the owner's order. And so it pissed the crackheads off. I went up to the table and the guy was like, why'd they get their food first? And I was like, I don't know, maybe because they're the owner. And he was like, that don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. And I was like, well, I can't do anything about that. Okay. I didn't. I'm not the one who makes that decision. And they're like, well, we've been waiting for a long time for our food. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, motherfucker, I just advocated for you. You need to shut the fuck up. You're pissing me off. You know, and I don't handle that shit very well. I have a very short temper. I just know that I went back into the kitchen. And I told Matt that I, I would not serve their table anymore because I was getting really angry and I was about to hit her because I threw her chicken wings at her. I don't exactly Probably remember. Probably a little bit. Usually whenever someone she- throws food at me, I get a little upset. <laughs> well, she was being really mean to me. And it's been so long ago, I can't exactly remember what happened in that altercation. Okay, so... Matt goes out and takes care of them for the rest of the night, and I didn't have to deal with their table. But later on, we discover they went to the bathrooms and pissed all over the walls. Just like a crackhead would. They were being so shitty. See, those are the kind of people I want to hang out with. I don't want to hang out. So what (laughs) sucks is, okay, it was a very rustic restaurant, so all of the walls were that barnwood like porous barnwood that flakes off and has a bunch of splinters Mm -hmm. so that piss just fucking soaked into the walls that's terrible it is disgusting that's that's really shitty um they went up to the counter though before we've discovered that they had vandalized the bathrooms and were requesting uh you know free food and discounts and all kinds of shit um but luckily my boss advocated for me and they got perma banned from the restaurant well, that sounds like a pretty good outcome, other than the piss-soaked walls, but... Yeah. You know, at least they don't have to deal with them anymore. God, they were pissing me off, though. I can imagine. Crackheads piss me off, and I don't even have to serve them at a, at a restaurant. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too long-winded. I, and I wish I could remember everything they said. They were just being so fucking mean to me. And I couldn't control my temper, so it was getting really heated. 
It's hard to have a logical conversation with a crackhead, though. I mean, I understand that they're probably like functional crackheads, but still there's certain things in their brain that just don't make sense. And explain it to them like that's the owner of the restaurant and them just being like, don't mean shit. It's like, yeah. but it does mean shit because they, he owns the place. All the cooks know that. Yeah. And when you've got a table of eight, you just swamped the kitchen with that. Yeah. You know, like one giant order for eight people, that swamps the kitchen. And then they try to take care of the smaller orders first so they don't get backed up. Mm-hmm. That was my worst experience with a Karen. But when you're out in public and it's not your job and you don't have to worry about losing it, Karens are like free-range chickens for me, and I don't mind wringing them necks. <laughs> That's terrible. I usually just avoid them. It's not worth my energy. Remember that one time we were at Hobby Lobby? Yeah, and this lady was just trying... I don't even know what she was talking about. She was, she was just sitting there for 30 minutes money. trying to get $20 back. Then you were like, I'll give you $20. She's like, it's the principle. It's like, it's not about the principle. Who gives a shit about the principle? It's about the money. Do you want $20 or not? Yeah, if you're that broke, I'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah, we'll give you 30 Just get the fuck out of the line. Yeah, honestly, like, the fact that you would deny taking my $20 just to keep harassing a poor clerk. She literally had the haircut. She and she goes, you're a Karen. It's like, I'm not even close. Oh, my God. And she kept saying, kiss my butt. But she had the no ass. She <laughs> had all back. She had a long back. <laughs> it was like, she was wearing those Sophie shorts, you know? And they were, like, triple rolled. And it was just, like... Legs and back. Kiss my butt. And I'm like, what butt, bitch? <laughs> you don't have an ass. My favorite thing about, you know, handling Karens in food service is that uh, with the condiments, I can write whatever I want on their burger and they will never know. Just put that bun right on top. Underneath, you never knew it said, bitch. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've drawn pentagrams on people's hamburgers. Just tell them, no, nah, it's the star of David. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom, motherfucker. <laughs> L'chaim, throw a Molotov cocktail. If I said L'chaim right now, with the... Oh, yeah, that would peak. A little bit of flim would come out of the back of my throat, too. Oh, ew. Spill. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to lip sync for your life. I, 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 I need, I need you. Your turn. Sashay away. Fuck it up. I need, I need you. I never said I 